The following audio is from the Grove Church Marysville campus. For more information about our church or to listen to previous sermons, check out our website at grove.church. My name is Pastor Aaron. If, I've, if you don't recognize me, that's okay. Sometimes I get confused for Pastor Ryan, uh, but I get the opportunity to be here today and to open up our new year of gatherings here at the Grove Church. And I'm excited to do that. We're going to be in John chapter 10. So if you grab your Bible, feel free to jump there. Uh, You can read along with us here in a few minutes. Uh, I hope you got to celebrate New Year's well. Uh, I hope you got to enjoy with your family and close ones. Maybe you stayed up to midnight. Maybe you were like me and my wife and my family and we cheated and celebrated early so we can go to bed early. Um, But I hope you had a good New Year's celebration. It is 2021. Many of us are excited. 2020 is behind us. Uh, And many of us are looking forward to what this new year could bring to each and every one of us. And so I'm glad you're joining with us today. If you are taking notes, we always like to say that we love it. We love to encourage you to take notes. I would encourage you to do the same. If you like a title for your message notes, like I typically do, uh, you can title this message the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. Uh, And if you've been around church long enough, you know there's a song uh, that we Grew up learning called the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's a book for me. I stand upon the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. I I didn't want to sing it because you don't want me singing, trust me. Uh, But I'm glad you're here today. Uh, I get the cruel opportunity to talk about God's word today. Um, One of the things that I was thinking about as I kind of came to today's message was one of the most intriguing things, I think, uh, is how powerful someone's voice is. Whether it's uh, an upset parent because you're doing something you shouldn't do. I remember as a kid being on my back fence yelling at some neighbor kids. I couldn't tell if, I don't remember if they were friends or just neighbor kids. I was yelling some things at them, calling them names, being really bad and mean. And I remember they saw something behind me that I didn't know was there. And they said, you wouldn't say that if your mom was here. And I said, I don't care what my mom thinks. Uh, And I threw a choice four-letter word in there. Uh, and the tone and the voice, I didn't have to know who was behind me because by the voice I knew, all she had to do was middle name me, Aaron Matthew. Uh, and all of a sudden I dropped off the fence recognizing uh, that I'm in deep trouble. Uh, it's the power of a voice. It's incredible. But it's not always a negative thing, right? Sometimes it's the power of my children's voices. When I hear them, I go on away on a trip. I went to the Philippines in 2019, uh, came back into the airport, and I heard my kids yelling, Dad, Dad. And I knew that it was my children. Uh, I can pick out my wife's laugh in a room full of, of people as they're laughing or talking because I know their voices so well. Their voices are powerful to gain my attention no matter the arena I find myself in. And I really do believe and think this should be true of our relationship with God as well. Because that, God is not a silent being. We see in the, in the book of Genesis that God spoke the earth into existence, the world into existence uh, and if you jumped in the reading plan a couple days ago that I'll reference again later on today, you'll see we're working through creation, uh, and he spoke the wor- world into existence. And it's interesting because his voice is not meant to be silent. He's not a silent being, but one who I believe is engaged with each and every one of us. His voice, I believe, is intended to be heard, which leads me to a question today, and it's simply this. Do you know God's voice well enough to hear it clearly? It's a question I think we all wrestle with, Right? It's, do I know God's voice well enough to speak into my circumstances and my moments? And that's what I get to talk about today. We see this story in John chapter 10 where Jesus is talking to his closest followers. And he's walking them through this story, this uh, uh, figure of speech, to help them understand the power of understanding and knowing a voice so we know which one to follow. And so I I want you to read with me today as I read John chapter 10, the first 10 verses. It says this, these are the words of Jesus. 
Truly, I tell you, anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in some other way as a thief and a robber, the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all of his own outside, he then goes ahead of them. The sheep follow him because they, don't, because they know his voice. They will not, never follow a stranger. Instead, they will run away from him because they don't know the voice of strangers. Continues on, Jesus gave them this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. And I was encouraged when I was reading this passage because I don't know how many times I wrestle with, could I really understand what Jesus is trying to communicate in these moments? So because he recognized they couldn't understand it, he continues on to explain what he just told them. And it says this, Jesus said again, truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal, to kill, and destroy. I have come so they may have life and have it in abundance. Let's pray today. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for a fresh start. God, I thank you for the opportunity to be reminded of the power and the necessity of your word to hear your voice today. I pray you would speak to every one of our hearts. I pray you would give us the clarity and the understanding to be led and spoken to by your spirit so we can live in obedience afterwards. So Lord, I thank you today for your word and challenging each of us today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So in this passage, we see Jesus is comparing and contrasting two types of people. The first, he's comparing, or he's comparing a thief to a shepherd. And we see this play out where a thief or a robber, if you were to put them side by side on a chart, it would say this, a thief and a robber jumps the fence or breaks into a pen, a pen while the shepherd, on the other hand, enters through a gate. The thief or the robber, his voice is unknown by the sheep, but the shepherd, the voice is known by the sheep. A thief or a robber, the sheep runs from him, which is good. But the shepherd, the sheep follow him as he leads them out to find pasture. And finally, the thief or a robber comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's their purpose. That's their motivation. But the shepherd desires to bring them to a life of abundance. And we can see that this passage is talking about who Jesus is. Jesus is our shepherd. He's the one that wants to lead us to pasture so we can experience the life and abundance that he's promised us. He's the one who cares and protects and leads the sheep. He's the provider. He's the carer. And he's the protector. And how you and I have to understand this today is the trust that we get to experience, the trust that we get to build as we know God's voice is found in a very simple sentence. How we develop that trust is found in this simple sentence in verse 4. It says, the sheep follow him because they know his voice. See, oftentimes in scripture we find that sheep are compared to humanity. And the joke that people like to give us is because humanity is dumb, just like sheep are dumb. And I wrestle with that because I don't like to think that I'm dumb, okay? I like to think that I'm pretty smart. I like to think that I'm witty. I like to think that I'm kind of keying in on a few things. And so I did a little bit of digging and research, and I realized that humanity is compared to sheep not because we're dumb, but because we need a shepherd. See, all of our efforts, all of our attempts to find life and purpose, to live with meaning, to have hope, find themselves fruitless apart from Jesus. The hope we get to cling to is that Jesus is our shepherd and he's the one that leads us into the life abundance. But our efforts apart from Christ 
lead us fruitless, which is why we are compared to sheep, because we need a shepherd. One of the things I was reading is in an article of Christianity Today talking about this passage specifically, but it was also talking about sheep. And I love it because it's reaffirming to me the truth that you and I get to wrestle with, and it's this. It says this about sheep. It says, over time, sheep come to associate the sound of a shepherd's voice or even their whistle with certain benefits. And I love that. Sheep attach a voice because of certain benefits. And it continues on. It says this, contrary to popular opinion, sheep aren't dumb. They know who feeds them. They know who protects them and cares for their needs. And sheep can distinguish their keeper's voice from others. Sheep know who protects them. Sheep know who cares and provides for them. We're compared to sheep throughout scripture because we need a shepherd. And I'm telling you today, we are called to know the voice of the shepherd who will lead us into pasture to find the abundance of life he's promised. The things that I'm talking about are the eternal things that we've been given access to. Things that even Pastor Jesse referenced last week as we wrapped up our Christmas series. Total side note, you can see we still have Christmas up. We're not ready to put Christmas in a box just yet. So we wanted one more week. But the things that Pastor Jesse referenced are are the things that I'm talking about. These eternal things that we have access to in salvation, in hope, in joy, in peace. Jesus desires to lead us to experience these things. I'm talking about the promise that we can find in God's word versus the lies of the enemy that we fight all the time. Promises like being able to have courage and take hope because Jesus has overcome the world. I'm talking about promises for a hope and a future for those of us who love Jesus and are called according to his purpose. I'm talking about the promises of meaning and value. Promises of provision, food, and shelter, clothing we find in Matthew 6. If we're being honest for a minute, 2020 presented us with a challenging and difficult year to clearly know hope, to clearly know peace and truth. And now January 3rd, 2021, here's my hope for us and my challenge for us today is that we would take a more disciplined approach to learning and hearing God's voice, which I believe very simply starts with God's word. God's word was given to you and I. And in light of that, I would simply make this simple suggestion that how much time you and I spend in God's word directly impacts how clearly you and I hear his voice. How much time you and I spend in God's word daily directly impacts how clearly we can hear his voice. See, the Bible has been given to us in part that we would be able to know him and walk with him and also to clearly distinguish his voice among so many other noises. God intends to speak in the midst of every situation in the midst of the unknown, in the midst of the difficult, in the midst of the financial stress that exists, the restless areas of our lives, I believe God is speaking to us in the midst of them. But are we hearing him clearly? I say one more time, how much time we spend in God's word directly impacts how clearly we can hear his voice. I love what, I love what John Ortberg says in his book, The Life You've Always Wanted, He comments about the Bible, and he says this, if the Bible were to completely fulfill its mission, our minds would be so transformed, so filled with thoughts and feelings of truth, of love, of joy, and humility, that our lives would become one uninterrupted series of acts of grace and moral beauty. Every moment would be a miniature reflection 
of life in the kingdom of God. Think about that for a minute. If the Bible were to fulfill its mission, our thoughts would be so transformed. We would begin to experience the life that God desires and has promised us, the good pasture that the shepherd desires to lead us to. See, his word has been given to help us to navigate all of the circumstances in our lives, to give us access to the peace, the love, the joy, the hope, the confidence. And it's not just for you and I to hold and say, okay, God, you're good to me. Awesome. Thank you. But it's actually so the whole world can see his faithfulness and his goodness. But how can the world see and understand his faithfulness and goodness if we're not first hearing him and being able to walk in the truth that he's given us? See, our lives are not meant for ourselves, but our lives are meant for the world around us. I love what Psalm 119, 105 says about the Bible and the word of God. And then the message translation simplifies it even more. But says this in the message, says, by your words, I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light onto my dark path. The more we neglect God's word in our daily lives, the more it's like we're walking in a pitch black room with a flashlight in our hand, but it's turned off. God has given us his word to see clearly the steps we're taking in front of us. But the more we neglect it, the more it's like we're walking in a room with a flashlight in our hands that isn't turned on. To experience this life that God has promised us, it requires that we would hear his voice daily so we can walk where he has us walking. In the midst of darkness, our steps are to be illuminated. Our steps are to be shown. But it hinges and requires us to stay diligent in his word on a regular basis. Here's the tension. We all know this, right? Some of you, no doubt, are sitting and saying, oh, if this is that New Year's message. We should read our Bibles. Let's rally everyone around us. We know it's good. We know it's God's word. We know there should be value to it. We should read it more than we do. We know it's a source of truth and hope and everything we need for our souls. And maybe you're listening today at home or online, wherever you're at, and you would say, well, I actually didn't know that the Bible was that valuable to me. Well, I'm glad you listened. I'm glad you tuned in because it is. But maybe you're in the other boat and you would say, man, I already know this. I actually checked out halfway through because I knew you were going. So then my follow-up question to you today is simply this. Are you prioritizing God's word in your daily life? Because it's easy to know the truth. It's easy to know the value of God's word in each and every one of our lives. But are we following up with the priority of our schedules and daily rhythms? And I get that we're all busy. I look back on 2020 and I realize my schedule, my rhythms drastically changed. And if I'm being honest, it was hard. It was hard to adjust. It was hard to, all of a sudden, my wife and I are working from home. We've got a, a seven-year-old girl who's in second grade who's doing online school. We've got a three-year-old active young little man who's just crazy as all get out, who doesn't take naps anymore. And in April last year, we had a baby. So she's almost nine months. She'll actually be nine months tomorrow. So our home life has been crazy. Our schedules have been crazy. I get, among everything else, that we're busy and it's hard to figure out a rhythm. But here's my heartbeat, and here's the tension I feel, is I don't want that to become an excuse to be lazy or apathetic in my life. And I don't want the same for you. I want, I want us to recognize 2020 provided us with a great learning experience. 
But I want, us to, I want it to propel us into 2021 where we establish our rhythms and take control of our schedules to where we prioritize the things that are necessary. Because to go where God is calling us, to do what God is asking us, to experience the life that God has promised us, it hinges on our ability to hear his voice daily. So how are you doing at prioritizing God's word? Here's the truth. I know my wife's voice and that I can pick out in a room because I've spent years with her. Because I talk to her and I listen to her. I'm confident that if we were in a large room with a large amount of people, that all I would have to do is hear her laugh once and I know right where she is. Because I know where she, I know her, I know her voice. Same with my kids. I can do that because I've spent time with her. Because she's a priority in my life. And because of those things, I reap the benefits of relationship and knowing her voice. My hope for you today as we continue into 2021 is that the same could be said of your walk and my walk with Jesus. That we would be so caught up and in proximity and relationship with Jesus through the word that God has given us. That we would clearly hear his voice no matter the circumstances we face. No matter how difficult the, the times may become. No matter how uh, stressed out we may be that we would be able to clearly hear God's voice because we've disciplined and diligently stayed connected to God's word. So it's all great and said, but what should I do? I'm glad you asked that question. If I were to encourage you in anything, it'd be one simple thing. It would be to be obedient to what the Holy Spirit is telling you right now. I have no doubt in my mind that you're wrestling through conviction of something that you need to be doing because the Holy Spirit is prompting you to do something. Be obedient to that thing. If there's someone sitting on the couch next to you, I want to challenge you. Share with them what you feel the Holy Spirit is saying to you. Be specific with it. Oh, I should read my Bible. That's not good enough. I need to start reading my Bible today. Be specific. Be obedient to what the Holy Spirit. I can't tell you what the Holy Spirit is saying because the Holy Spirit is speaking directly to you. But I would challenge you to be obedient to, to what the Holy Spirit is telling you. Maybe some of you need to read a chapter a day now. Maybe you've done the verse of the day thing for many, many months now, but now it's time to start reading a chapter of God's word a day. Maybe you need to start in the book of Mark or the book of Luke or the book of James. Philippians is a great book too. Maybe you just need to start reading a chapter a day. Maybe there's some of us, you actually need to jump into a reading plan. If you don't know this as the Grove Church, we put out every year a brand new reading plan through YouVersion Bible app that allows us to read through the entire Bible in the span of a year. We've done this for several years. I've been at the Grove Church for a little over eight years now, and every year we've had a reading plan. But maybe you didn't know that. In the comments, I believe there should be a link that you be, should be able to click and, and, and jump in and be a part of it. It'll bring you to a place where you can download a PDF of that reading plan if you like a hard copy. Because we're trying to remain contactless, we don't have physical copies available right now. But maybe you just need to download that and begin to read starting today, January 3rd, 2021. And by January 3rd, 2022, you will have read the Bible in an entire year. Maybe you need to download the app, and you download the app, the YouVersion Bible app. And maybe you subscribe to the Bible in a Year by the American Bible Society, and you start reading it. Maybe you have some friends that you want to read it with. Share and invite them to read it. This, the app is so incredible to create community around the Bible and reading the Bible together. It's great accountability, and it's great dialogue among people. But maybe you need to start reading the reading plan this year. 
Maybe you're in the boat that I feel like I am in this year where I've been reading the reading plans, I've been diligent in reading my Bible, but I feel like God has been challenging me to have a journal right next to me as I'm reading. So that as I'm reading, I can begin to highlight the things that the Holy Spirit lifts off the page, so to speak, to me, and that I can begin to think about, reflect, and respond in prayer in a simple prayer that I write in a journal next to me. Maybe that's the step you need to take today. But my hope and my prayer for us in 2021 is that we, we would be so close walking with Jesus that we can hear his voice more clearly than we ever have. That he would lead us to the pasture to experience that peace, that hope, that purpose, that trust and confidence. A couple things to encourage you as you begin this journey and continue this journey in reading the Bible. First is this, make it your resolve today to read as daily as you possibly can. Make it your resolve. And if you miss a day, that's okay. Read the next day. One of the most freeing things that I ever experienced is when I was able to allow myself grace when I missed a day of reading that I would just pick up the next day and read again. So allow yourself that grace. The other thing I would tell you and remind you is this, it's not performance driven. You're not gonna get a bigger jewel in your crown. You're not gonna get a pass or a fail grade when you get to heaven because you, how many days you read the Bible. But what you are promised is a closer relationship with God who loves you like crazy and who wants to lead you to the pasture that provides the life and abundance that he promised in John 10, 10. My prayer to you today, for you today, is that we would walk closely with Jesus so we could hear more clearly his voice to navigate every trial, every circumstance, every hardship, and every difficulty. And as we continue to trust in his word and daily discipline our lives to his word, we can hear his voice more clearly. So what do you need to do today? What's the Holy Spirit saying to you? Maybe if there's no one there, you can comment in the comment section below. Maybe you can tell someone on the couch beside you or in the car beside you. But don't neglect what the Holy Spirit is challenging you to do in light of everything you've just heard. I wanna pray for you and then we'll wrap up today's gathering. So Lord, today, your word, you promise, is a light into our path and a lamp into our feet. Lord, you promise that as we diligently and prioritize your word, Lord, that we can be more in tune with your voice as you would speak to each and every one of us in every circumstance. So God, I pray today, much like I felt like I was prayed for years ago as a young kid, that your word would come alive to your people today. Lord, that 2021 would be a year that we could look back on and realize, God, I, I heard you more clearly than I can ever remember hearing you before. Lord, I thank you today that you're faithful. God, I thank you today that you've given us your word, that we could hide it in our hearts like the psalmist says, not that we might not sin against you, that it could teach us and help us guide and let navigate every hurdle, every obstacle, every situation that we come in contact with. So Lord, I pray today that your word would be that light for each and every one of us. Speak to us clearly. Help us to know what you're challenging and where you're telling us to go and what to do. And I pray you would allow us to be obedient. God, that you would give us the mercy and grace to trust you today. I love you today and I thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for listening to the Grove Church Marysville Sermon Podcast. If you wanna keep up with us, like us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at grove.church.